All right, people, if you have listened to this podcast before, you know Art of the Trek is a great place to plan your backpacking trips. Our friends over at Art of the Trek are working hard to research and add things like campsites, trailheads, and scenic locations to their public map. The good news is that you can now add your own points of interest to the map and help your fellow adventurers plan their trips. That's pretty cool. If you have something like a favorite campsite, trailhead, or a scenic location that you'd like to share with others, please head over to artofthetrek.com, turn on some points of interest from the overlays menu, and select the orange plus sign at the bottom of your screen to help your fellow hikers plan the best trips possible. If you contribute at least a dozen or so of these, Art of the Trek is going to send you a free swag bag. That's pretty sweet. Welcome back. Happy Friday to everyone on this uh, October live stream. Uh, first, before yeah. we get going, we got a lot of things to talk about. Yeah. First, uh, we'll have a very special live stream next Friday. The it's going to be spooky October live stream. Yeah. Halloween. Yeah. Halloween special. So... We have some fun things lined up. Talk about a lot of spooky encounters in the woods. Yeah, we have a lot of fun things lined up. So uh, next (laughs) Friday, we will be back for the Halloween special. Will you do me a favor? Will you turn down my headphones? The one. That one. Yeah. There you go. Go a little more. There we go. I'll I'll, I'll bring it up a little bit. There we go. Okay, thanks. All right. Welcome back. A lot of things to talk about. First thing is uh, what are we trying tonight the knob yeah we're trying the knob creek 12 year we know it's called knob creek by the way i know so a uh, little a quick backstory so yeah. um last year that we yeah. we got the release of the knob creek 15 hundred dollar bottle and was like tasted like a 15 dollar bottle yeah, it tasted bourbon. worse well i don't know 15 <laughs> bucks like what bourbon are you buying for 15 dollars i don't know but this is the twelve year, and this was seventy bucks. So that was seventy. Yes. Yeah, is that hard to get? It's it's not easy. Is it the same thing? That thing just sits around in the bottle for three extra years. Not in the bottle, in the barrel. Whatever. But is it the same thing? Maybe. And I it just put, sits there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. We'll see. I don't know. I'm, we haven't been too happy with Knob Creek, and and a lot of people love it. Do they? Yeah. Like I will tra- say Travis the widow the widow crazy. Jane that we had last week was fantastic. Yeah, that was good. Travis right. goes crazy over. Is it. this hard to find? Yeah. It is. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh was it was it a Saturday morning pick? Yeah. Oh, you even got the Buffalo Trace cubes with the buffalo imprint on them. Yeah. Those, those are your cube. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Always. All right. All right. Cheers. Cheers. Give it a smell. It smells <laughs> like bourbon. <laughs> Doesn't smell good. See, nothing special. It's better than the 15. It I is think. better than the 15. Yeah. Um, okay. Good. All right. Okay. First first item of business. And Andy started talking about this <laughs> off stream. So this happens a lot <laughs> before we're podcasting. We, st- we get into like a really good topic of conversation. Did you park in my garage, by the way? No. Did you close the garage door? Yeah. Okay. We get into like a good conversation and I'm like, no, 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 shut up. Save for the podcast. So for first non-backpacking related news, we got to get to Brian Laundry too. That's a, that's a big one. Okay. So Alec Baldwin killed a girl, shot some girl and killed her. So, and wounded another person. He's uh he is out of the hospital. So 
we do have back. We actually do have a really good backpacker laying story, but this one just happened yesterday. First, I was watching TV <laughs> and I'm watching the news and the news banner across the bottom is literally Alec Baldwin shoots and kills somebody. And I was like, <laughs> what? So it's I want terrible. It's, it's awful. Terrible. It's awful. I want you to explain. Well, I'll give the macro view before you, I want you to get into the technical thing you were talking about earlier. But what happened was he's on the set of a movie, a Western, a Western called rust. And, um, he thought there was either nothing in the gun. That doesn't make sense. There was a blank in the gun. Anyway, he was fired a gun on set and what, whatever happened, we don't know the, the details, but there was something in that gun or I want you to talk about the blank thing. But anyway, the director of photography got shot and the director got shot they airlifted them out. The director of photography sadly didn't either died in flight or died yeah. when she got there. And she then the like, yeah. And then the the director was released the next day with like minor wounds. So all right. I Terrible. want you to describe Andy has Andy I, I have some experience. Because when they, when I first heard this, I remember you telling me that even when you fire a blank, something comes out. Well, yeah. Okay. I have some experience with with firearms that fire blanks do you want to tell people why how you have uh you i have had i have had some reenacting experience okay Okay. so (laughs) first of all there's different reporting coming out about like what actually happened so there's reporting coming out that okay that's that's yeah not good it's okay yeah there's reported there was a report that i saw this morning that said that um a live round got into the revolver so okay that that report that is crazy if if it's true yeah. i hadn't seen that but i want you to answer yeah. the question of if there is a blank yes. in the gun so blanks are very dangerous actually and i know some people have said that in the chat um well can't can it can it kill somebody yes. first of all, yeah. shout to my uh yeah my shirt you can't see it oh, that doesn't help yeah it's blank. a big it's a big foot shirt okay yeah blank can kill somebody what is coming out of a gun when if it's a blank well if it's a blank it's just it, and why don't you describe what a blank is if, if people don't don't know? Okay. A blank is basically a cartridge with just powder in it and they crimped the end of it. So there's no bullet that sits on the, uh-huh. on the on Oh, the so shirt. it's the same as a it's the same powder as a bullet. Yeah, just less of it and they don't put a bullet on it. Obviously. They don't put a bullet on it. Okay. Now, one of the pro- I did not know that. Yeah. And so they, they most blanks they'll like crimp the end of it. So you like you know, like the brass case. Yeah. They'll just like crimp it. You should have brought to, some to for se- this. Yeah, to seal in the powder. And so um you know, there's different like there's different methodologies with like how much powder is in a blank. It depends on like how loud you want the boom. Right. So for example, like like military blanks for like they're like M4s and M16s, like they're five, five, six. They're like little, like pop, 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 pop. Like, like for training. Yeah, just like really, okay. like, like really wimpy. Okay. So then you've got like these these manufacturers out there that make blanks for like Hollywood sets that like they like like they're it's the real they're loud as shit. Yeah, they're loud. Okay. They, they put a lot more powder in them, and so depending on the type of weapon that you're shooting a blank from. Okay. So like most semiotic we- semi-automatic weapons when they rely on the gas pressure of a of a round, a live round to cycle. Oh, to cycle, it. right. Okay. So when you're firing a blank, there isn't as much gas pressure, so the gun oftentimes won't cycle it. So how do they fix that? So how do you fix that? Is, That's an interesting point. Yeah. So how you fix that is you put something called a BFA or a blank firing adapter on the gun. 
And what that does is that makes the hole on the the, the end of the gun uh-huh. smaller, so uh-huh. more gas oh, okay. goes back. Oh, that's very cool. So that cycles the bolt. So when you're talking These about... These were cowboy guns, though. Right. So so let me talk... But And that wouldn't impact what comes out well, of the gun, well, right? Hold on a second. So there have been issues where if you don't have your, your BFA attached correctly, like some of them screw in, it depends on the type of gun... You and you have a hot blank, you could shoot that BFA. What's a hot blank? Like a lot of powder in it. Okay. So let's say. Oh, let's, you could shoot the thing off the yeah. top of the gun? You could shoot the blank firing adapter out, and that's dangerous, real dangerous. That thing's probably coming out hot. Yeah. Um, and so you also have to think about like the size of the hole for the blank firing adapter corresponds with the type of blank you're using. That makes sense. So let's say you're using a really tiny hole, then yeah. you accidentally put like a really hot blank in it. Yeah. It's like you're going to blow that thing apart. Okay, so okay, so he could have had a he could have had this blank firing adapter in his gun, and he could have had a blank round that had a ton of juice in it, yeah, and it could have shot this thing off. Yeah. Now, to be fair, nothing like, but the the blank itself when it fires, like it's, nothing it's, other than gas comes out the top, the front, gas right? and and ex, and burnt powder. Okay, okay, now no projectile, no. So mm-hmm. some so this wasn't. I thought at first, oh, this is just, this was a true blank. He was just too close to somebody. Nah, no, clearly there was something else going yeah. on. So what could happen too is like with a lot of these like Hollywood prop weapons, like to to be considered like okay, like if you don't want it, like if you're if you're like a prop company and like you do firearms, you might. It, it could be easier to transport these props around and like you turn them into like props instead of actual firearms, like uh-huh. decommission them. Yeah. And so you can do some things to it, but like you could take like, for example, they were using, I imagine like some like six shooters. Right. That's what I assume. They probably had like the barrel filled so that you couldn't like, that makes ma- sense. Maybe you couldn't like fire a real round and maybe that exploded. And so, and put shrapnel down there. I don't know, but it's kind of weird when it says it killed one person and, and wounded another. So then it's, so it's like, it's like, a yeah. Spread. So like how, how did that happen? Was it like a bullet? Like, so if it was a live round, like Some, so, someone's getting sued. Oh yeah. Some, somebody, um, some, something bad, something bad happened. And if that was a live round that got in, look, so like, well, that is another. So my like imagine, question was imagine like the controls in place that failed, like how many people were involved in, in getting, they all- didn't have proper checklists. Yeah. My question was, let's say someone put a live round, let's say some nefarious actor mm-hmm. put a live round in the gun, but this there was how, like one of these blank firing hey, adapters. This is how uh, Bruce Lee's son. I did. know. Yeah. I know. I saw that. Oh, yeah. Somebody just posted about that. So let's say someone put a live round in there, but they had this like blank firing adapter on the front or they filled the barrel. Would the live round be able to go through that? Um, Probably not, but it might explode. So like, I don't, so that, so that doesn't make sense. Then it does like the, like it would hit and you basically have a huge explosion, like the bullet, like shredding through something. Yeah. It could be very dangerous for the person firing it. Now here's some crazy things to think about too. There has been re- there has been multiple instances in like different types of reenactments where live rounds have accidentally gotten into the mix. How does that happen? Stupidity. Okay, right. So, so, Obviously. So let me let me give you a scenario. So like you've got let's say let's say you're doing like a World War II reenactment and you you've got like a <coughs> you got a bunch of blank 30 out 6. Yeah. For your your M1 Garand. You know a bunch of blanks, you got a ammunition tin full of blanks. Yeah. And right next to it, you got your 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 
live. Don't, yeah. do, well, those two things should yeah. never be stored right yeah, next I to know, each exa- other. Exactly. So you got, <laughs> so you got your live 30 out six, you know, and they look, I mean, outside of noticing that they like storing gasoline next to like, I don't know, flame, a bunch of explosives or <laughs> yeah. something. So then you're like, you know, you've got idiot, you know, playing around with the 30 out six, playing around with the blanks. And then you might accidentally get one in there. And then you're loading up, you're at your, your world war two reenactment. You're loading your your clips for your M1 Grand, and you accidentally slip a, a live thirty out six in there. You know, it's interesting. Uh, we I think about the legality aspects of this. So, it, oh, our, oh our, somebody just posted that. It six, froze. Hold on, keep oh. talking. Somebody just post? somebody just posted that six members of the crew walked off the set the day before because of safety concerns. Oh really? Yeah. Uh, the cinematographer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let me just Google Alec Baldwin kills somebody. But I mean, he has to live with this now. Yeah. He has to live with the fact that somebody screwed up and he shot, I'm I'm guessing shot somebody. and And now notice how this, this has been the first time in like three weeks that this is frozen. It's weird. Yeah, so that's one thing I actually did want to bring up. Imagine the the mental weight. I mean, he, obviously it was a mistake, but he murdered somebody. Yeah, and it, I also read that like he went to the sheriff's office. murder might not be the correct term. I, I don't think it's Murder good. maybe implies intent. Yeah. What I, if, now, what if Alec Baldwin really did want to kill this person? Greatest cover-up of a murder of all time. So the name of the cinematographer or, or director of photography helena hutchins 42. 42 it's so sad struck in the chest so sad joel souza 48 the film's director was shot in the shoulder area it sounds like it was like a bunch of shrapnel i be, so here's my prediction that's enough momentum to kill someone i guess if they're like think if about a grenade well I mean, yeah i mean if they're like filming and they're in their state i mean the director of photography is probably standing like I mean, right behind the cameras. So, like, here's here's my conspiracy theory. Like, and you know, the cameras were rolling. Yeah. Oh yeah. So my conspiracy theory is it was like a de- a demilled peacemaker. So the barrel was probably filled, but it had a hole through it that gas and fireball yeah. could come out of. They put like a hot round or an accident or an accidental like real round in there. He shot it. The thing exploded. Pushed a bunch of shrapnel downrange and killed. That's enough to kill people. Oh yeah. You would think. That the first off, I am assuming that movie sets have the like the equivalent of occupational health and safety. They're all unionized, so I'm sure they do. You would think that a rule would be even if you're using blanks or anything, nobody's standing in front of where they're firing. Well, yeah, and you know that's like a- except the camera if they need to fire into the camera. Yeah. And that's actually kind of like a another reenacting rule too. Like when you're re- like when you're at a reenactment or like some type of tactical thing and you're uh-huh. shooting blanks, you're you're never aim- you're never supposed to aim it at people. So so period. So that was my thing. I was like, so I I guess like in most tragic accidents, I guess like several things have to go wrong for something like yeah, this to happen. Yeah, yeah, for sure. This um so so uh, on TikTok, do you know what TikToks I get now? It's really, it's really creepy, but I get um people. It's just really morbid. Um, the big thing on TikTok is uh, 
people get the black box recordings of flights and then they nobody here's what they do they have a microsoft flight simulator that, and they they show you the microsoft flight simulator as, while as, they play the, the audio yeah. and so many of these accidents are just stupid mistakes like stupid mistakes like one one well have you ever read the tire plane died the dudes just took off on the wrong runway. Have you, have you ever read uh, the checklist manifesto? No, but you always talk about it. It's like See, checklists, I mean, checklists, like just well, save lives. Like, yeah. like half of the book is specifically about the checklist for the airline industry. Yeah. Well, when I think of like pre-flight, when I think of checklists, I think of like pre-flight checklists. And that's like what I think of like where checklists come from. <laughs> but so many of these aviation accidents, and I'm not talking about like your like Southwest American. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about like people in like little planes or like private jets, like literally one, like a, they were just on the wrong runway. You know, that's check, check box one. Am I on the right runway that they told me to go on? And just all these just like stupid, careless ways people die. It's really crazy. Yeah. This is just really sad. And uh, so sad. Yeah. Sad for everybody. Yeah. It's, I mean, terrible loss of life. And then, I mean, imagine being Baldwin and having done. I mean, he just, you, I mean, he just killed somebody. Um, yeah. We should not ignore the comments, but I have the next story to talk about, which is also very morbid. And you probably, do you know what I'm going to talk about? Brian Landry? Nope. We're not there yet. Also a death related thing to discuss. Um, Shouldn't we be saving this for Halloween? No, no, we got, we got uh, supernatural spooky things uh, <laughs> next, next Friday. I wanted to do the Halloween thing this week, but Halloween's next weekend. Yeah. We gotta wait. So, you didn't see the when I the piece of news out of Mohican. I, I did. Don't laugh. <laughs> I did. No, it's terrible. So it's terrible. Uh, there's I, a there's I, a. What? I didn't know that's where you were going. Well, it's a it's a hot thing. Yeah, go ahead. So, um, there's a, a state forest. Andy and I go to all the time. We've got like tons of videos there, and it, dude, this happens every year in Ohio. Woman's out there hiking, tree branch falls on her and kills her instantly. Yeah. Widowmaker. I know. And you know. That's how somebody died on the PCT last year. Were they hiking? Yeah. See, that's what's crazy to me is I'm always terrified about them when I'm sleeping. The one last. But everyone, I, every story I've seen, they're well, they're hiking. Yeah, the one last year. And then don't you think you would have heard it if you're hiking? It happens so quick. It's hard to say. And then plus. Like, There's no way that branch isn't making noise. You might hear it, but then it's confusing on like where it's going to be. I know. That's the other thing. Yeah. I, I, it was either last year or the year before on the PCT where it was Oregon or Washington. Somebody was crossing a bridge over a creek and a tree fell like kind of like kind of perpendicular down the bridge and killed somebody. Like it fell on the bridge. Yeah. No, wait, perpendicular or uh, parallel? Uh, parallel, sorry, down the bridge. Oh, and you think I think about the statistical odds of this happening. Like this woman was out there at Mohican just trotting along, and the odds of her walking and being right in the path as the tree comes down. And it was a branch. It wasn't a tree. It's crazy. Um, super sad. It happened. So another instance of this happened last year or two years do you remember that story and no. it wasn't random chance it was a group of kids do you remember that no. walking hills mm -mm. they got charged with manslaughter oh for the random one the like they like they like saw pre-sawed a branch no i i don't know wow maybe but uh i think this was two years ago so in hawking hills another very 
fame, you know, outdoorsy part of Ohio, this woman uh, was just out there like shooting uh, photography, just shooting cool stuff. And this group of teenagers <coughs> somehow, I don't remember, they didn't throw the branch on her, but I think they broke a branch and it fell on her. Anyway, they, they got charged with manslaughter. Um, they're obviously going to juvie, but same thing happened. And it's just, it's terrifying because I'm always, I'm like always worried about it happening while I'm sleeping. Yeah. But it, it doesn't seem to be the case. It's, it's happened to me. Yeah, it has happened to you. You should tell that story. Uh, this was in Michigan, probably like over 10 years ago, way before the backpacking channel. I was with uh, uh, my friend Jason and our other friend Wallace, and we were backpacking up near Sleeping Bear Dunes. And we were, uh, it was, it was uh, fall. And it was uh, storming at night, and uh, like a spruce fell between uh, my tent and Jason's tent, and we were probably ten feet apart. Like it fell in between you guys. It fell in between us, and he we heard it coming down, and I went into the fetal position, and Jason. You didn't get out of your tent. No, I couldn't. Not it was you know you're like half asleep, and you kind of hear it, and then you're like, what's going on? And then it's you could, and then it starts coming down. But I when I got out, Jason had jumped up inside of his tent he had like a little dyneema thing and he lifted his arms up and pulled out all the stakes and like rolled yeah see that is what i think <coughs> if I, I if i had the wherewithal with me like to like yeah. get up and move the tent no because if you like thrashed your yeah. body you could move the tent yeah when we looked at like the actual tree that came down it pro probably wouldn't have killed you but it like caught you off guard it was like would it have broken it was, a bone yeah it was like this one i mean still even if yeah. it breaks something yeah. if you're out in the woods that's a potentially lethal mm -hmm. kind of in situation yeah it's terrifying to think about you know i don't know I, that's i mean that's the we number, always check our trees that's the number one isn't i i don't have the data oh, to support this a good, a good stat but yeah i don't have the data to support this but i think that that's like the number one killer of of backpackers Get out of here. Trees. Google that. Number one killer of backpackers is Widowmakers. Probably. Just Google number one killer of backpackers. Because I got to think like bee stings <laughs> or like uh, murders. Backpacker murders comes up. Like murders, not not a far off one. Dude, this guy, he's all over Google. Ew. Yvonne Milat was best known as the backpacker murderer convicted of seven murders of backpackers in Australia. When? Uh, um, he died in 2019 between 89 and 93. So that is another thing to discuss <laughs> because do you remember what happened two <laughs> yes, years ago? Yeah. So two years ago, the psychopaths you, are climbing up towards Widowmakers. Yeah. So two years ago, get that dude's name. And whatever uh, happened to him? Did he die? I don't know. So if you uh, got, if everyone recalls two years ago or maybe three years ago on the AT, um, right outside of Damascus. And I only know this because the judge it, found James Jordan, not, Oh, that's right. I remember this not guilty by reason of insanity in the fatal stabbing of Ronald Sanchez jr. Along the trail in 2019. Really? He's now, we got to talk to a lawyer. Does that mean he's set free? No. It means he's got to live in a mental institution for the rest of his life. I'm assuming. Yeah. So um, this story, 2019, two years ago, it, this made big headlines. Uh, a guy yeah, right outside Damascus. Did he murder two people? 
He's wounded another one. Remember they talked about the girl that was wounded that... And she ran? The thru-hiker that ran and made like six miles while stabbed in the dark, made it out to the road. Yeah, so this guy... Um, and the, the really sad thing about the story is this guy like threw red flags for weeks. Like all these people like were... Like they, no one was surprised. I remember... Wasn't there like some cops at one of the towns Mm -hmm. and they couldn't do anything about it? Like they wanted to like hold this guy on charges, but they couldn't do anything. Anyway, this crazy guy. I mean, this is just like the stuff nightmares are made of. Uh, He just stat. Was it a machete? Uh, I don't know. Some type of. He he just went up to people while they were sleeping and just like hacked them in their tents. Uh, He killed. Was he killed two people? He killed two people and he wounded. Andy, okay, a vehicle. Oh, yeah, so anyway, he killed two people and wounded some other. And one of the wounded women uh, ran through the night, and this is in Virginia on the AT, and made it to a road. And if we went backpacking there like two weeks after this happened, oh my god! So Andy's trying to find uh, uh highest cause uh, of death. I think from exposure wins. <laughs> that makes sense. Okay, where's uh, Widowmaker? Oh, you know, I don't know. Is it up there? I saw vehicle accidents up there. They yeah. get hitting. I don't know. I think exposure is winning. Falling. Yeah. Vehicle accidents. But this doesn't say... Drowning? This is data from people visiting national parks. Okay, not backpackers. Yeah. What's that What's that top one? Exposure? Dr- drowning. Okay, so the highest cause of death of people visiting national parks is drowning. What's the second one? No. no this is fatalities at national parks from 2007 to 2013. 365 drownings, 210 vehicle accidents... Falling 178. Where's bears? Four. Bears are on there. Yeah. What the heck? Not not widowmakers? Not like a pre-existing medical condition. <laughs> Five firearm accidents. Heat exposure. Hey, bears in there. Bear made the graph. Yeah. What's, what the bottom, what's the bottom one? All others? Other wildlife, two. What do you think that is? Coyotes? No, that'd be mountain like lions? mountain lions, maybe. Bears made the scoreboard. 50% less is other wildlife. Yeah, okay. Fall fall makes total sense for backpackers. Oh, let me see what let me see if they have the other wildlife category. Did they talk about it? Oh yeah. Uh oh. What is it? Um one of them would be like the selfie with the buffalo at now at Yellowstone. Does it say that? Well, they said like the par uh Decided to put. Oh wait, it's an elk. An elk, a, a bull, bull elk. They took trying to take. <laughs> Photographer strayed oh. too close to a young bull elk, triggering its defense instinct. They had to kill the elk. I never heard. I didn't know elk killed people. Uh, yeah. They put the elk down. That's sad because this idiot with a camera wouldn't get out of his face. Yeah, they don't say what the other one was. But there were two. Yeah, there were two other animal. It's yeah. got a mountain lion. No, now it's got me thinking about like the tourists that put their kids on top of like the buffalo. In do people really do that? Oh yeah, that's so stupid. <laughs> okay, I learned today. Uh, elk kill people. I didn't know that. I guess moose kill people, right? Yeah. So it kind of makes sense. Firearm accident. What's that? As that's like that's freaking um, Alec Baldwin. <laughs> yeah. You know what's interesting is they were filming in New Mexico, and if that was on like public land or something, and they had a permit for it, that might make some like stat. It's definitely going to make a stat. Um, hopefully, this is a wake up call for these people to make their movie sets safe. You know, exposure's number one, right? 
That just means dying outside, no, right? No. no. What, I mean, what is the de- definition of dying from exposure? Uh, exposure deaths are often predicted on either an injury, which prevents a victim from reaching safety. So meaning you're injured and okay. you can't get to safety or getting lost. You know what this makes me think of? Did you see the ultra marathon like two weeks ago where the storm rolled in? Mm-mm. Google that. And the, uh, okay. Do, do you remember like six months ago, we talked about the ultra marathon in China. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that nobody died, <laughs> but that happened in the U S no, Oh yeah. no, no, in China, a oh, bunch yeah. of people died. The same thing happened. I think two weeks ago, there was an ultra marathon. I want to say it's in Utah and yeah, cause it happened during the Moab two forty. And the Moab 240 people had to go help. Yeah. You know, it's, you know, what's interesting about the, those races is they they give you, you're required to carry an emergency bivy and a spot device at, on you at all times. A bivy? Mm-hmm. Like really? Like one of those Mylar ones. Yeah. I'd be like, a Mylar bivy? Yeah. It's kind of cool. Like one of those, like, yeah, the, they're required to carry them and a spot. And like, I saw pictures of like registration, like you pick up your spot and you pick up your Mylar bivy. It's crazy to me that they're even having ultra marathons if there's a chance that a blizzard is coming through. Well, they're in the mountains. Like, that can be yeah, like... Yeah, but there's, these are in, like, August, July. I mean, I guess... I know you can get snow, but it seems like, A, you could forecast, hey, we got 12 inches of snow coming in. Maybe... I mean, obviously they don't, or they're like, it's not a big deal. But anyway, this happened again. It happened in China, like, last year, and a bunch of people died. And then it happened, like... Two weeks ago in Utah, nobody died, thankfully. But they had to like send out search and rescue to get these people. Yeah, I mean, when I'd be asking for my race registration back, or yeah, but when you're so fatigued like that, that's the other thing, right? That that's not helping. Yeah, you know, if you're like on mile seventy, and you're you're going to be in shorts and a t-shirt and like a little like, like ult- ultimate direction vest, <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's and why a they like yeah. Solomon hat. I mean, that's why <laughs> and the dev drops. Yeah, I mean, that's why everybody car- wears the Solomon vest because you you got to put like you got to carry that bivy in there, and then maybe like a rain like a wind layer. You think a, a mylar bivy is saving <clears throat> you? Yeah, you think they're that oh, warm? Yeah. yeah. If you're in shorts and a t-shirt yeah. and it drops to like 20 degrees it'll, and you get 12 inches of snow, it'll, it might keep you lo- alive long enough for help to get to you. Okay. I mean, that makes sense, I guess. And I mean, I, I'm trying to remember if the people in China had GPS beacons. I don't think they did. Uh-oh. What? So going back to the shooting at the, the yeah, Baldwin we, shooting. I, we got some good, get, get, go through the comments. Richard Bannister says, crew walked out based on pay and hotel reimbursement. One of the crew said the woman shot was lobbying for better set safety. Oh. Yeah. So is this uh, like conspiracy theory now? I don't know. I think a lot's going to come out. Do you know? True story. So obviously, obviously there's going to be some lawsuits, right? Do you know what insurance has decided historically the value of a human life is? Well, it depends. It depends on if I just watched that stupid movie on Netflix where it wasn't stupid. It was actually... I take that back. It was actually pretty good. It was about the um, the government group that was put together. Assigned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not talking about that. Did you? Was that a good movie? It was good. I wanted to watch it, but the, what's it called? Like uh, fund. Fund. He's talking about the movie with um, Batman, yeah. Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton about uh, the September 11th yeah. uh, survivors. He was fund. assigned like the special commission or whatever the the title. You know, was. I didn't know that that happened. I didn't realize the government. Everybody who died in 9-11, the government just gave you a lot of money. Not everybody. 
not, but they they had to fund what thousands of people. Yeah, they they got like according to the movie, they got like ninety four, ninety five percent of the victims. Um, and and then, what three thousand people died? Uh, I think it was more than that. But it it also included um, it, it included a lot. I forget it included a lot of different things. But basically, you signed your you signed away rights to sue. So you the, could you couldn't sue, right? Yeah, get yeah. this. They, they did it specifically to protect the airline industry. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, well, in the previews, they they say yeah, that. Yeah, and so you you gave away your rights to any type of legal action against the airline industry. But where I was going with this is that they determined the cost of a life based on your income. Yeah, yeah. And so a few other things, like your kids' dependents, like that type of stuff. I'm talking about, like, not the 9-11 stuff. Well, I would, I'm just guessing it would probably be depending Based on income, ten mil. That's a lot different than yeah. I know. I know. They were, I, they were I'm saying like two hundred thousand. I know. People. I know. And that's because these were poor people that died, right? Some of them. Yeah. And they so the poor and, people and, died. They and, didn't give them that much money, which and, is and so the, screwed up. And the and the worst part too is, and this is in the movie, like some of like the you know some of the CEOs who were working in the building, they got millions. Yeah, and that's how they that's how they did it. It's like if you died and you made a million dollars a year. They got to give you that, and and because that's what you could sue the airline industry for, right? And they threatened. Did anyone not take the money? Yes, and then and sued the airline industry. I don't know, but there were people who refused to be part of it, so they did not waive their legal obligation. I don't know if they got because you would think I might be able to get more money suing the airlines directly. You know, I think that I think the people who, at least the way that they. Per- portrayed it in the movie some of the people who didn't take it it wasn't a money thing it was like uh, i know i, I get that yeah i know that yeah. i get that okay but good movie yeah it was good it was worth watching is it sad yeah it's uh, very sad i don't like watching sad things it's it's sad um it's yeah it is sad there's some like drama with like who who gets some of the payouts and who can and can't and it was a little disturbing so the fund was like a billion dollars, right? You would know. You just watched the movie, wasn't I for, it? I forget, but it was refilled a few times uh, because the, they had to keep doing it because you know all the all the rescue workers over time were developing. Yeah, yeah right, right, right. Serious medical, yeah, yeah, yeah. like and, the first responders, and so they were. They became, you know, thanks to some like a lot of good lobbying, and actually, John Stewart. John Stewart, but, I know. He, yeah, yeah he, uh, they they passed legislation that made rescue workers who were experiencing like certain types of, they could get in on the fund. They could get in on the fund and you know, people have passed away because of like issues related to working there. And so they got access to the fund as well. Dude, freaking terrorists, man. I know it's crazy. Cause that's so, do you remember you were a senior, right? Cause I was a sophomore. I was a junior. No, you're no, I was a sophomore. You were a senior. You're two years ahead of me. In, in, no, it was in 2001. Yeah, it was. I graduated in 2002. Right. So you were a senior. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're right. I would have been a senior. Sorry. Yeah. Well, do you remember where you I remember yeah. exactly where I was. Yeah. We were in the same building. I remember exactly where I was. I was in Woodshop. I was in choir. <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you about. Let me tell you about what happened in choir, too. Yeah. Because it had been happening throughout the day. But, like, I physically saw the second plane hit the tower yeah, I did too, yeah. in choir class and right after that happened the teacher turned off the tv and made us do the class really i swear and then we went what to, the f- 
I know. And so, and then the, and so all morning, like we had been watching TV. Yeah. Like, and we knew, but we had never, like, I never saw like the plane hit the tower, but I was in choir class when I saw the second plane hit the tower and the choir teacher turned it off. And then we had to continue with the class. And then we went on to, after that class was over, we went on to the next class and like all you did was watch TV. Yeah. And the next day, like, the administrators and the choir teacher were in the class and they had to do this, like he had to do this whole apology thing. Yeah. That's messed up. I know it was messed up. I remember I was in Schoenlebs. Yeah. I was in woodshop class and I remember, so the first plane hit TVs go on. He came out, dude. And he goes, fricking terrorists. And I, when I heard a plane hit the world trade center, I mean, I was a sophomore in high school. So I was probably, I was 16. I, I did not think it was terrorism whatsoever. Like that was a really foreign thing to me. I was like, what terrorism? I was like, this is laughable. I'm like, surely the pilots just screwed up and like winged, like winged the building. But, and then he turned it on and then we all watched the second one hit, Mm -hmm. hit live on TV. And then he, he went off. And then I was like, yeah, it's probably terrorists. <laughs> you know, I'm like, that's not a coincidence. But I didn't have to, like, go back to class after that. Yeah, no, no. The, he turned, the choir director turned off the TV and made us sing. Imagine that happening in nowadays where everyone has a smartphone. Yeah. Like, get out of here, choir yeah. guy. Yeah, and, and I specifically remember the next day, because we had the class, like, every day, that... What were you singing? I don't remember. Some jolly old. <laughs> I think I was making a clock. <laughs> but I remember, I remember like the the director and like the principal and vice principal and some other administrators being in there, and he had to like formally apologize for doing that. As I as, bet the parents, I yeah. bet the parents were as he should have. Oh, it's crazy. Yeah. Um, now, now, okay. You remember that day? What was it? The death count just on that day was about three thousand. Mm, I don't. You know. don't need to look it up. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Three to five. And this is bringing it all back. Last summer, this summer, height of COVID, that many people a day are dying. Yeah, isn't that insane? Mm-hmm. So I think about our government's response to the tragedy of nine eleven, and we were losing that many people every day during COVID, during the peak of COVID. Yeah, that is insane. You know, so to put it in in in. Uh, here's a good point of reference. So every day, generally like one to 2000 people a day die of cardiovascular disease. You can look this up. I believe you. One to 2000 people a day die of cancer. Every single, like we had a month or two where 3000 people a day were dying of COVID. Isn't that insane? Yeah. If you just stack the number of people dying every year on a graph, you see 2020 is like several standard deviations above. Cause I, cause at the beginning of the pandemic, there was this COVID is fake thing. Now everyone knows COVID isn't fake. Uh, rest in peace, Colin Powell. You know, he died. Yeah. He died of COVID complications due yesterday. to blood cancer. It was two days ago. Two days. Okay. <laughs> anyway, when COVID first started, there was like a, this whole COVID is fake thing. But if you just look, if you just look at the number of people dying in this country, like just, you know, agnostic of any cause, it's insane. 
I mean, twice as many people on a given day are dying during yeah. the peak of COVID than yeah. normally die. Yeah. It's crazy. I know. When you put it in that perspective, like yeah. just number of people dying on any given day, it's crazy. Well, we're at a point now where it's not, it's obviously right now. That's not the case. I'm talking about like the peak last summer, no, last winter. No, but we're at a, we're at a point, uh, uh, we're at a point now with COVID where everybody knows of somebody who has died. It may, it may not be related to you, but knows of somebody who has died from I COVID. Don't. Really? Yeah. Oh, I know. I know like four or five. Well, like friends of friends? Yeah, like through work and stuff like that. I don't know. Uh, my buddy's dad died from COVID. I know. I know you. I know. I don't No, It's going to be terrible if I do know someone had died and I'm not remembering it, but I don't know. But it's just sad that we're at a point where it's just like, uh, I know people that have died. Like, you know, not directly related to us, fortunately, but like. Yeah, I don't. I had a, a buddy at work whose mom got like super bad hospitalized and I, but I, I don't know personally. I mean, I wasn't buddies with Colin Powell. <laughs> I'm trying to think now, cause now I'm going to feel like a dick if I, if I do and I'm forgetting about it, you know? Yeah. Maybe this will like be a wake up call too, to like where we start, like people just start paying attention to like deaths from like disease in general. Well, I don't know if it, yeah, I don't, it, it's really, it's usually not a big deal, right? Yeah. You know, I mean, usually the number one causes of death in this country, not across the world, in this country are cardiovascular disease followed by cancer. And you know, uh, car accidents are up there and you know, it's super sad suicides up there. Yeah. Suicide's pretty high, which is really sad, but COVID you know, for a long stretch was higher than all of them. And COVID now is still real high. It's not, it's not the number one leading cause of death, but it's still, I mean, in Ohio, we got what, 20, 30, 40 people a day that die just in Ohio. So across the U S you've got hundreds and hundreds <coughs> of people dying a day minimum across the world. You have thousands, if not tens of thousands of people dying from COVID every day. It's pretty crazy. Mm -hmm. I mean, cause like to me, the whole, like, I mean, other than the fact that I got to wear a mask, which I don't care, I, my life's back to normal. I mean, ish, ish. I, it's the new normal. We're, I don't know if we're ever going back to how it was before. I, I, I don't know. Like, there's there's a lot of people saying, like, this, like we're going to live with this for a long period of time. So We're going to live with COVID for right. years. Right. So It might not be forever. Well, yeah. Will it be forever? Well, I, I don't know. So... I mean, it'd be interesting to see. So if you pull out the spikes, right? right? So we're coming down off a spike right now. Right. So, but first off, uh, the next two months, great time to travel. <laughs> great time to go out because we're going to be in a, like a lag phase the next two months. If, the, if, if, so we, we've had, uh, we had a peak last summer, a peak last winter, and then this current peak. So we've had three like big waves other than the initial wave in March of 2020. So we're at we're coming down off of we'll say wave four if you include the first wave in March. So you had a wave in March, you had a wave last summer, you had a wave starting last winter going into spring, and we had this current wave, which started, I don't know, two three months ago. So we're on wave four coming down. This wave was Delta variant. So there'll be another wave. I just don't know how big it'll be. But if timing is consistent, which it has been with the preceding four waves. We're, you got two and a half months of good. 
So we might get some like uh, so January might get some mask policies changed for a few months. Yeah, and then they'll come back. Yeah, Yeah, but so January, February is is when we're is when things will start to churn back up again, which kind of lines up with like flu season and that kind of stuff. Um, I wonder like what what are like the estimations for like herd immunity between people who are never happening. Really? No, the amount of people that getting it is not high enough and certainly the amount of people getting vaccinated is not high enough. So herd immunity ain't ever going to happen. Uh, broadly speaking, yeah. places like Vermont where vaccination rates like 99%, certainly you're going to get good little hot spots. but mm-hmm. you're where, I mean, they said you needed to get to 70% immunity, which would mean with vaccine and people getting infected. And we know that both the vaccine and would you get infected with COVID? That immunity doesn't last forever. Right. I wonder what the... You know, uh, maybe six months, seven months, eight months. If you, I wonder if you put if you put together the number of like vaccinated plus people who have immunity. Right. You got to get to 70, 80%. <laughs> I wonder how close we are to that. We're probably close, but we ain't... What's our... Our vaccination rate, I think, is 50%, yeah. which is laughable. So that's not high enough. And the number of people getting it isn't high enough, I don't believe, to like supplement the vaccination rate to get to that. So think about it, 70%. That means, now we're, I'm, we're biased when I'm going to tell you this, but so let's say seven to eight out of 10 people need to either be vaccinated or have gotten COVID. Mm-hmm. Now to us, because we live in an area where the vaccination rate's like 100, that would be fine. But over the, you know, over the, right, right, right. broadly get, speaking, yeah, yeah, over the US, that's not the case. And then you're you're always going to people traveling and like so it's never going away. Yeah. So we're going to get boosters. We're gonna they're going to be putting it with the flu vaccine. It's just never going away. I mean, it's not going to go away in the next four, five, six, seven, eight years. I don't think. You know who knows. No. um, More interesting thing that's happening is what's happening uh, macroeconomically with the inflation rates. Yeah. Have you seen that? Yeah. Have you seen what what is what is driving inflation? Well, it's, uh, it's, well, this is a great topic of conversation. The U S are you referring to the 71.2% vaccination? Really? Is that fully vaccinated or both shots? 71%. That sounds high to me. 71%, uh, just getting one of the shots. I might buy that, but seven, I mean, Ohio's 50% and Ohio's by far not the worst state. I mean, you got states like in the South, dude, where it's like, I think 20, 30, 40%. I mean, it's real bad down there. Anyway, are you talking about the container ships? Have you seen what's happening? Did we talk about this last week on the podcast? Uh, I don't know. Do you know what's happening with the container ships? I mean, you can educate me, maybe. They're all parked off of Huntington Beach, California? Oh, yeah, I knew about that. I mean, did, yeah, did you see what they, they're trying to do to... Uh, basically, the Biden administration... I don't know what you'd call it worked out a deal. So like all the ports are operating 24 seven. Yeah. I said, I did see that. I did see that. Um, but to get back to your question of what's causing inflation, you know, according to the fed, you know, supply chain disruptions are what's causing inflation. Well, no, no supply. Like what, there are specific industries that are causing inflation right now. Like what? Um, let me pull up the shipping. List. No, 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 no. Like specific <laughs> products. Um, well, I know used cars, I, man. Great time to sell your car. Uh, not a good time to buy a car, but a great time to sell your car. If you don't need a car, now's the time to sell your car. Yeah. I heard the list the other day. Let me pull it up. It's Are you talking about the CPI? 
Um, so there's a, a report yeah. that the um, I think it's the Department of Labor produces uh, every month, every quarter, every month called the Consumer Price Index, and the, yeah. they look at um, cost of various goods over months to see in like inflationary pressures. Um, so I looked up. Oh man, I just looked. I it was up curious too. about. Um, I forget what. Because like is. what hits what hits you the most is like groceries and food. Yeah, right. I, I don't think it was groceries. No, and groceries food and food don't. ain't they're not up yet. Um, used cars are the most inflated things. I know that gas is getting up there. Um, luckily in Ohio, it's not that bad. I did see, did you see the highest gas prices? Do you see how much they are in California? There's a, there's a pocket in California, eight bucks a gallon. Yeah. Okay. Inflation is widely driven by stuff related to the travel industry right now. Yeah. Uh, airlines, there's a bunch of goods sitting on container ships in the Pacific ocean. People want to buy those goods. People can't supply demand. Demand outstrips supply. Prices go up. Um, no, no, I'm, no, no, not related to that. Just like in general stuff, re- because it's in a deficit. Like people aren't traveling right now as much. Okay, so that's driving inflation as well. Wait, what? Yeah, people aren't traveling, so that's driving inflation. Yeah, you got to explain that one to me. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. Hold on a second. Let me <laughs> let me read you the. <laughs> I, I thought you were saying the transportation industry, including shipping, freight, they're not able to get goods to people soaring, fast enough. Soaring used car prices. Yeah, so I know used cars public are Public transportation. Public transportation prices are up. Okay, yeah, that's interesting. There's been a heavy demand for used cars. People don't want to fly or take public transportation. Why is that causing inflation? Because people don't want to fly? That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, because it's driving up prices on other things. Because people don't want to fly? I guess. No. Yeah, I've heard it. I, I read another thing a little while ago about how the travel industry is driving up inflation. I would I would agree that the shipping industry might be, but I don't know. People not getting on planes. If anything, that's just going to drive the prices. Home appliances are up that's 20, 27%. Probably has to do with shipping. That's probably shipping yeah. for sure. I think yeah. most consumer Furn- well, goods. Well, here you go. Furniture. Yeah. Washers, dryers, furniture, yeah. bikes. Yeah, they're all sitting on ships <laughs> yeah. in the Pacific. <laughs> uh, now, the good the good news is everyone says it's it's transitory. means this inflation is, they're now calling it sticky, but they're saying the inflation is not going not gonna to last. But I haven't, you know, honestly, it goes in waves. I mean, it's always up and down, right? No, it always just slowly goes up, which is a sign of a good economy, actually. Yeah. Mild inflation is actually a sign of a good economy. Um, But I'm not like, like I went grocery shopping the other day. Now I will say, dude, beef beef prices. Beef is terrible. Beef prices are through the roof. I know. It's it's, uh, like. What's that about? I I don't, I I don't get that. Because pork prices are not. Chicken prices are not. Yeah. Eggs are not. I think it has to do with consumption. But dude, I went to, I tried to buy, I bought a brisket in July. It was a hundred dollars. I know. At Costco. They're normally like 35. I bought a, uh, I bought a uh, chuck roast last week to make stew meat out of. And like normally like a chuck roast this big is like, like 20, nine, 20, 30 bucks. No, 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 no. It's like nine to $12. How it was much like was 25 it? to 30. Yeah. Um, do you know what that means? So okay. we'll just switch to pork. <laughs> <laughs> pork uh, shoulders were still like 10 bucks at the, you know, cattle shortages. It's a result of three factors. Panic stricken consumers buying up deep freezers. Obviously, obviously people buying too much freaking stuff and hoarding it. Okay. Slow production and meat packing plants. Okay. That, okay. So that's supply and demand. Yeah. So there ain't supply. 
demand stayed the same, if not gone up, so prices go up. It all goes back to supply and demand. Freaking Adam Smith is always right. But I was saying, like, I went grocery shopping. Cows are not sitting on container ships. No, no, they are not. No, no, no. This is frozen more, beef. The, might be. I don't know. I think yeah, the beef. Uh, which, which I think you? the beef we eat in the U.S. comes from the U.S. <laughs> I don't think we import any beef. Um, no, but that actually brings up a good point related to pork, though, because I think pork our, prices are good still. Well, I think that there's a really high demand for pork right now because we're exporting so much of it too. Well, and, and if beef is super expensive, people are going to switch to pork. Yeah. You know, like I am, like I was going to do a brisket. No, uh-uh. <laughs> I'm going with pork shoulders, dude. Half, like, hey, 10% th- the cost. that's a win-win. It is a win-win. <laughs> it is a win-win. But like I was saying, I went grocery shopping. Everyone's screaming about inflation. But the thing is, you're not going to notice like 4%. Oh. You're not. But like I was looking at the prices of the things I was buying and they didn't seem... They didn't seem more expensive. I, I noticed the beef. <laughs> I noticed the beef for sure. Yeah. I, I didn't I, I generally, other than for smoking, I do not buy beef. Really? Yeah. I'm a white meat guy. It's it's I mean it's it's better for you. It is, but I mean I don't buy it's much cheaper. of it, but it's cheaper and it's better for you. Like I'm a I don't do ground beef. I do ground turkey, you know? It's just it's cheaper, it's healthier. It's more like calorically dense. What restless just came into the chat and he said, strength does not come from physical capability. It comes from an indomitable will. <laughs> you know what he's quoting, right? <laughs> hey, restless, you got to come down here, come into the studio, man. You haven't been here. You haven't been down here. Wow. Doesn't your daughter have a volleyball tournament down here or something? Come on. Okay. Oh, we're, get, we're getting an update on brisket prices. Josh has a, has a 10 pound brisket in his freezer. He'll sell for 50 bucks. Josh, how much was that 10 pound brisket? Put it in the chat. Evan Hammond has uh, brisket is 80 bucks at my grocery store. Yeah, that, dude, that's, that's expensive. Ca- uh, that's Canadian. What's the Canadian exchange? It's, it's going to be less. Yeah. American. Yeah. Okay. I went to Costco and I bought a brisket and I had it in the checkout line and I thought it was only 40 bucks. Costco, it was a hundred dollars. Had I known it was a hundred dollars, I would have put it back, but I, I just picked up a brisket and I was like, Oh, it'll be, and this was in July. It was a hundred bucks. Get out of here. Doing pork shoulders. Uh, what, what else? Um, I was trying to look at the CPI, the consumer price index report. Uh, like what else was up? Josh said it was $38 at Kroger for a 10 pounder. That's, that's not bad. Okay. Yeah. That that's normal. Three dollars and eighty cents a, a pound. <laughs> Lucas Malone says deer tags are twenty bucks a piece. Just dude, saying. true story. Yeah. I actually, I was listening to a meat eater podcast where they were talking about this, and they're like, "Well, just go hunt." You know? Yeah. It's by far the cheapest thing. I was like, dude, if if beef is ten bucks a pound, <laughs> buckle up. <laughs> You're shooting it. How much does a slow? I'll help. You, I'll help you. I'll help you field dress it. <laughs> you got experience in these things. <laughs> How much does it cost with the tag and the butchering to do that? Like a hundred bucks? Butchering was is like a hundred to 120 bucks. And the tag's what? 30, 20, 20, 30, 20, 30, something like and that. And then it was. And then your license. license. A, dollar. Yeah, a license like, is what? I forget. I forget. I 20 know. bucks, 30 bucks. Yeah, something like that. So you think 150 all in for a deer? Yeah, and you could process it yourself. Like no, with, no, no. You and I are not doing that. I know. <laughs> but if you wanted to cheap it, be cheaper. No, it's cheap. absolutely worth $100 to have a butcher do it. But how much? So for 150 bucks, how many pounds of meat do you think? Yeah, like, a, what? I don't know. 30, 40? Yeah, 30, 40 pounds. Like for the small deer that so I So that's do. still like three or four bucks a pound. Yeah. Okay. That's cheaper than beef, though. Uh, and way healthier. Mm. Doesn't taste as good. Doesn't taste as good. <laughs> but it's still good. 
Um, all right, we have not gotten to the Brian. I'm so thing. I'm so sick of Brian Laundry. Okay, he's dead now. Like, How do you think he died? They haven't released it. Gators. No. The Gators get him. I don't know. There's just teeth left, apparently. <laughs> they say human. Every time they say we found human remains and they don't say we found a body, I think, okay, somebody got mutilated. Did they release the cause of death for Gabby Petito? Because mm-hmm. they said human strangulation. remains. Because okay, so why don't they say we found a body? Yeah, it was strangulation. I don't get that. They say we found human remains. That, to me, means you found an arm and, like, half a leg. Yeah. So so have they released cause of death for what? I don't, I don't want to say it out loud. What? I mean, I'm going to say it out loud when you hand me the computer. The rest is coming. Oh, yeah. We'll get Bryce down here. Is Bryce in the chat? So we can, Everyone can read the comment. Yeah, it's not like by you not saying it. No, I just don't want to draw attention. Bryce and his ladies. Bryce. <laughs> ladies, plural. Bryce is in here. He, sometimes he comes to these. We need to debrief on the marathon too, by the way. Scott Foster. Brian Laundry was found next to his duplex. <laughs> was in Florida. Oh, he had like a our call and a duplex. No, he, he did have a backpack. And like, didn't he have a journal or yeah, something? Yeah, like the rumor is the journal was soaking wet and they're trying to like dry it out. So, okay. um, I wanted to recap on the marathon today. Yeah. So Andy, so we ran, uh, Andy ran his first marathon last Sunday. Uh, what, what do you think? I mean, did you reflect on the experience? Yeah, what yeah. do you think about it? Yeah. I, it's uh, kind of a big deal. Yeah. I, the uh, first one, especially. Yeah. I, when I built up the last three miles, especially being your first one, was it as bad as I built it up to be? It was worse. Like it's real bad. Yeah. Um, so I, I met my goal, which was good. My goal was to do it in under four and a half hours, and I did. So what was your pace? Like 9.50? 9.50 overall. Okay, but nice. See, but see, here's where I screwed up royally. You went too fast? Yeah, my pace on the ha- on the first half. Yeah, you took off, man. I saw you go. My pace on the first half was like 9.20. That was a little hot. Yeah, a little hot. And I remember running the first half being like, man, I'm going too fast. I got to slow down because I'm going to gas out. And it's all right though. What yeah. you're describing is like what yeah. everybody does. I know. But I was like, okay, when on my previous long runs, like when I hit the 20, 21 mile mark on the longest runs I did, had done, like I felt like crap there. So I was like, okay, I'll make it to 20 and then it's really going to be a struggle. This time I was like at 15 and I was like, oh my God. Oh wow. Really? Yeah, I was like, I was at 15. And I was like, this is like, I'm, I'm like looking for food. I'm like, eating. really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, was, that's not good. Yeah. What? Uh, and, um, it was, I think it was like right around like when you come down through campus and go around the shoe and yeah, that's you, like and, 16 and then you go up into Arlington Yeah, and that climb sucks that I, that was for me the hardest part of the run. He shout out to Dad's backpack, which is where he passed me. Yeah. yeah, but then you passed him back. Then I passed him back. Yeah, um, but yeah, no that that in my opinion was the roughest part. But then um, once I made so your house was at like mile 20, 20, 22 and a half. I felt good until then. Oh really? Yeah. No, no. So that was slow, man. So yeah, I got to your house, which it was a it was. Honestly, from campus to your house, it was a struggle. Really? My house is downhill. I know. Yeah. It was, it was a struggle. And then I uh, I got food at your place. Like, Did Alex, you stop? I Yeah, I stopped for like two seconds because I had some gels there. And, I, and uh, your wife gave me a little water. 
Mm. So I had a little water and I had some food. And so I, I grabbed that and went running and then I ate that while I run, ran down towards, um, that stretch. And then dude, you know, it's the worst is when you climbing hit, back up. No, when you climb up and then you hit the cobblestones, oh, the cobblestones <laughs> are awful. So the, the, the thing that got, it's like mile 24 no, and you hit cobblestones and you're like your feet like, right, dude, you're like, really? The thing, the thing that got me from like 23 <laughs> to the end was like, there was this like three or four old women. And I was just like, you're just I, I, them? I just got right in there <laughs> and I was just like, please help me. Please help me. Please help me. <laughs> that's really funny um but so, uh, yeah yeah it was uh did you enjoy it yeah i did i mean I, you're not gonna enjoy the last few miles yeah it's a I, marathon i i did really enjoy it and um you know uh uh it's uh you know i felt like shit the rest of the day but um, i felt okay your first one dude yeah your, your next one it'll be so much easier yeah, it's um, at least you don't have to go to a funeral. Yeah, I like know. I had to do after I, my first one. I was I, when I, when we were waiting for you, I was telling mom about that. And I was like, I don't know how he did. This. It was awful. Uh, yeah, I had to go home, shower, put on like not sweatpants, put on like khakis and like a like a you know go to a funeral, then go to a funeral, sit through the funeral, and then we had we did a thing afterwards, and I was just like a shell of a human, you yeah. know. Yeah, and then um, the rest of that day, I could barely walk. And then um, the next the Monday, I could uh, I I could get around, but uh, I still felt it going up and down stairs. Now, oh I'm, yeah, Monday was bad. Yeah, I was a hundred percent by Wednesday. Yeah, I'm. I was. I mean, I ran today and I was fine. Yeah, I was. I was probably a hundred percent by like Wednesday as well. So um, definitely, uh, yeah, it was fun. I uh, it you know it was what was. Like the first half is fun because there's so many people running. Right. And then after everyone, like, then you're just on your own. I know the it really half. narrows down the yeah. second half. So, uh, I convinced Annie we're doing a 50 K in seven weeks. So, uh, we'll, you know, 31 miles tack on another six. We're going to go way slower. Yeah. And, and, and we're going to run it together. I know. And it's going to be, since it's an ultra marathon, we are doing like the run walk strategy. We're walking up the hills. Yeah. hundred percent. And I've run this course Yeah, and it's, it's 4,000 feet of climbing over 31 miles. So it's not flat and the hills, it's like Zaleski Hills. Like they are steep. Yeah. But I mean, to your point, like this is, we're in good shape right now. We're in good shape. We're going to get some new sick trail shoes (laughs) and uh, we got eight and a half hours to do 31 miles. We could hike that. Could you no, like that? No, you That's couldn't. like four miles an hour. No, you couldn't. Yeah. No, but we'll we'll maintain like a, I bet we'll do a 13 minute pace overall. Okay. Uh, hey, if we can, if we, if we can get it done between six and seven hours. We then... will absolutely, we'll be done before six. Really? No, probably not. <laughs> I think it's going to take six and a half. No, it'll probably take like six and a half. Yeah. It'll be fun. All right. All right, everybody. <laughs> I feel like, are there any comments? I feel like there's, I've seen a lot of comments and we just ignore them. And um, so like we could do a typical live stream where we go through the comments. Yeah. And, oh, here we go. We can both do this, but it, Scott Foster said, Andy, what was your pre and post meal? So I'll do mine. Then you do yours. I'll do it. Yep. So my pre meal, um, we actually went over to some friend's house and I had a bunch of uh, chili and salad no actually it was turkey or it was a it was, right. a it was a relatively lean chili and it was awesome because i was looking for like a healthier slow burning carb instead yeah, yeah, of yeah. Bunch of beans yep so yeah, that, beans you just be farting the whole time 
I don't That's care. okay. What was your post? Post? <laughs> um, I actually... What was weird, I actually wasn't that hungry, which is bad. No, bad that, that's common. But I had a, uh, I had been saying I wanted Jimmy John's, and I got like a, what, the 16, a 16-inch 16 Jimmy John's sub. Okay. Like roast beef and stuff. Okay. It was. I mean, that, that's not what I'm craving after a marathon yeah, of the day. I, I, I'm not going to lie. It wasn't as good as I thought it was going to be. No, no, you got to go classic. So my pre-meal, I, do the, I eat the same thing before every marathon now if I can. I saute and skillet up a bunch of potatoes, Damn. sausage, and cheese oh, I, with and like I, some sour cream. Yeah. It's like it's just like a it's like a big, uh, healthy <laughs> carbs fat yeah. slop that I eat. Yeah. Post crushed pizza and wings. Yeah, and it was awesome. Yeah, I was either gonna go pizza, but I was for some reason like pizza was whole, pretty good the week before. I was just craving like a like a deli it's so weird i don't know why <laughs> just runs around like, man i want some jimmy jazz <laughs> what yeah that's yeah. pretty funny yeah no that's funny there's a bit you know you know how you got the videos of you like crossing the finish line i haven't looked at them yet oh mine's awful i know I'm just like, did you get the I've, pictures yeah but my video of crossing the finish line is just like get me out of here just like oh my god can we just can we just be done you looked like what I looked like after my first one, just like collapsed, like yeah. sitting down. Yeah. It's your first one, man. Imagine what we'll feel like after the ultra. I think I'll and, feel then, and then we got to drive an hour. <laughs> <laughs> Although it's on a Saturday. I might, I might call it staying there. Let's, um, I might make a night out of it. How about this? Let's pay the 300 bucks and get your Tesla self-driving mode for the way home. No, no, I don't need to pay 300 bucks. It, it, when we got on the freeway, it drives itself without. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no, it's great. I did that. I did that when I was really hungover once and just put it on the self-drive and it's so much better. Oh my God. Okay, all right. All right, let's wrap this up. Okay. Okay. There are like four things I wanted to talk about that we're, we're just gonna, I'm gonna table that for next week. So next Friday, we have a special Halloween spooktacular calling it spooktacular halloween live stream got some fun things planned i was i was like <laughs> they're right all right i'm not gonna talk about it we'll save it for next friday all right i had some like hilarious things to do live <laughs> halloween themed but i'm not gonna talk about it i'm gonna save it all right okay. next friday everybody probably the same time yeah ish i don't know maybe i'll actually post it spooktacular podcast next friday um all right anything else no Nope. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.